Shopping shop. The nerve, the audacity. <laughs> and we're back here, folks. Everybody get excited because, you know, it's finals time. It is the mm -hmm. NBA finals. It is here. It's been a long season. You see Marvin over here repping. You know, already know what he's repping. You know, he's got the shirt on, but you know what me and Gabe are repping also. Green all day. Boston Celtics in six. Oh, did I did I did I already fuck that up? But anyways, who cares? <laughs> but you know, back at it again. Uh here today is you know myself, Luke, Marvin. Welcome back, Gabe. Yeah, like I just said, founders founders are here. We're gonna get right into it. Just talk about our predictions, um, key matchups. Please don't call me Gabe, call me G Stretch. Thank you. G G what'd you say? G Stretch. G Stretch. All right, my fault. My fault. G Stretch is in is in the building and he's ready to go. <laughs> pause. Gonna stretch your imagination. No, <laughs> oh, super pause. <laughs> no, come on, man. You know we're friendly over here, bro. <laughs> it's it's oh, June, yeah. bro. It's June, it's June first. Is um, mm -hmm. isn't it like? To people listen, please forgive me if I'm not getting this term right. Isn't it like gay, gay month or something? Hey, this is Pride Month. Lord have mercy. Since we're dropping the ball on this, <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> Pride Month. I apologize to my to my people. Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to everybody out there. You know, be you, be yourself. All right, let's get into it. Uh, game one is today's Wednesday. Game one tomorrow night, nine o'clock, San Francisco, Golden State. Um, obviously Celtics on the road didn't have the better record, even though Golden State had, um, even though Golden State was the third seed in the West, um, they get home court advantage because of they had of them having a better record than the Celtics. Celtics coming in there, they're a little bit banged up still. You know, Marcus Musto recovering from that ankle injury. Um, Rob Williams still that knee. He didn't play much last game. Um, game seven, thank you. Played about twelve minutes. Um, he's playing through pain. Um, who else is out there? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. I mean, he just walks like he's hurt. J I know Jason Tatum got a wrist problem, um, but I think that's about it for the Celtics. Pretty pretty sure Golden State's all healthy besides um Gary Payton, but you know he's a, he's a, he's a role player. Not to say that he's he doesn't play a big role, but um his his minutes are about like ten to twelve anyways. So yeah, he might be coming back game one too. He might exactly. be back. So. But no, it's gonna be it's gonna be good, you know. Um, both these teams have finished top five in defensive efficiency, or, def or defensive rankings in the league this season. Um, obviously, we know how the Celtics' defense is. The Golden State um, plays good defense at times. I'm not gonna say they play great defense always. Um, but yeah, what y'all think? What y'all thinking? What what's the key matchups y'all looking for here? More specifically, actually, let me bring it this up here. What you got? What are you guys expecting from Andrew Wiggins? Because I feel like he's gonna be. A X factor, not the X factor, but it's gonna be a A factor. I um, think the X factor is market smart, but Andrew Wiggins, what y'all think? What is it? I'll I'll talk about Wiggins. You know me. I I spoke highly of Wiggins um these past two seasons. I think he's improved as a player overall. Good two-way player, gives energy. Um he's kind of what is it there? Third option, I would say. For the most part, he was a second option, like going at, at at the beginning of the season. But you know, he switches off. Jordan Poole is another one that can give him some buckets. Um, when it comes to Wiggins, I think he's gonna be a factor. I don't think he's gonna be the most important factor. I think the Celtics in general, obviously, they can neutralize him just because we have athletic wings as well that can compete with Wiggins that are um better um overall players, I would say. But Wiggins can make noise. I don't think he's going to have a crazy impact on us. I think he could be, what is it? 
not really i don't know i don't know how to explain it i want to say like he could be a spark for them he could be a decent spark for them he I, but i can't see him having any type of role like i can't see him playing as well as andre iguodala did that year that he won the mvp i think his cap would be somewhere below that somewhere above like a harrison Barnes performance though? below that i i think i think he would be below but that that's just my guess on it the only reason i say that is because um iguodala was really balling in that um, series. And also to Iguodala, don't get me wrong, obviously, statistically, LeBron was going off, but he was playing defense on LeBron. LeBron like averaged about, what is it, 38 percentage or something like that. His percentage was down. He was playing defense on LeBron. LeBron that's was killing it, don't get me wrong. But LeBron would have killed it on anybody. That's like the, that's like the, um, um, the Andrew Wiggins on Luka Doncic stuff. stuff. We're like Luke Andrew Wiggins played good good defense on Luka Doncic. JJ Reddit comes out and says Luka Doncic shot fifty one percent when guarded by Andrew Wiggins. Nah, and, and, and that's wild. Yeah, go ahead, Marvin. No, nah, nah, but but you know it wasn't the case for Iguodala. Though. Iguodala was playing like good enough defense that at least LeBron wasn't hitting fifty percent. You know what I mean? It wasn't. That's like actually that. so crazy. Speaking of Iguodala, he hasn't played all playoffs either. That man just assistant coaching. He's helping them though. They they saying if he, if he plays this final series, I'm gonna be so tight. I'm gonna be real tight. But I don't think he will. I think he's past that. You know what I mean? I think this this could be his last season. If you not, he's that. Udonis Haslam. You know what I mean? He's just on the bench, like assistant coaching. You, you know, know speaking what I mean? of, I don't, yeah, I don't, he's not I don't that bad. Like, Haslam can't even. <laughs> I feel like Iguodala is like four years away from Haslam. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> nah, nobody's nobody's gonna ever reach Haslam besides like that. That's a whole bro. This man literally hasn't played in three seasons already. <laughs> no, he played. played. He played when like everyone two, was hurt. Like, like ten minutes games. Yeah. In all eighty-two games. Now that man, <laughs> like a grand total of ten minutes. That man is getting player money, and that man, I don't know, bro. That Haslam. The more and more I see him, he looks so old. Too. You know what yeah. he said the other day, bro? He said. <laughs> Yesterday he said, "I'm still I'm still recovering from this loss from the Celtics, so I'm trying to decide if I want to come back next year or not." So to do, to do what? <laughs> yeah, you know how Spolstra looks so young as a coach, like he looks yeah. like the oldest player, like he's the zero. Oh, he looks older. He looked older than Spolstra, and he looks Brad older Stevens. than Emay. Yeah. That man is that man is a senior citizen when it comes to ball, bro. That man is yeah. really out here, just like. Great hair and all, getting mad at players and shit. But, but, but that players. helps, bro. Like, oh, look no, at Jimmy no, Butler. He's a vet. He's a vet. <laughs> and look at Jimmy Butler. What he said after the at 40 point game, he goes, Dwayne Wade texted me and said, No one cares about your injury. And look if Jimmy Butler dropped 40 points. Like, sometimes you need that kind of veteran expertise to tell you, like, that mentorship to no, say, Hey, just keep going. Like, you're no, good. But, you know, it's wild Wade that he's on the bench. Udonis has them with two different people. I'm not, I'm not discrediting <laughs> Udonis. But like, <laughs> yeah. like I know this, and I, like I, I know might, this man has money. Away. I know this man has money. It's not like he's like you know he's already been he's been playing he's been in the league for what fifteen years. He has a whole he has a whole restaurant with D Wade in Miami. So like I know this man is not lacking in money, bro. He's yeah. just there just to be there. He loves he loves basketball. He tell he's passionate. Yeah, so no, so no, Luke, he's Luke, very passionate. To, you to, saw him after when they lost. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 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 Luke, he's walking mad normal too. He's like. <laughs> Like good game, yeah, Jimmy's like Jimmy's like I'm going home drinking my wine. I'm chilling. Yeah, because uh, Jimmy was like I did everything I could, and you Udonis, you know, he's like I had some left in the tank. Yeah, God, it's it's it, nigga. <laughs> so you, you know what I wanted to actually talk about too, and this is something I'm gonna say. It, oh, so to answer your first question, Luke, it kind of part of it is scary in that Andrew Wiggins is the fourth option, mm -hmm. and Andrew Wiggins is probably one of the best fourth options at, in the league. Like 
that's crazy to have him as a fourth for option. Sure. For sure. Because, I mean, I would put Jordan Poole ahead of him, too, in terms of, like, ability to score. Of course, Wiggins is, I think, is – but the thing is, when Poole gets hot, Poole is a 30-point scorer. That's that's the difference. Wiggins is consistently, like, 18-20. But one thing I want to talk about is Kevon Looney. Some of these teams are making Kevon Looney look like the best role player alive. Like, I'm, I'm so sick of seeing Kevon Looney drop 17 rebounds in a game. Like, well, I'm, I'm very excited for him to face Robert Williams and Al Horford, two legitimately quality big men that can play defense and get some boards. Because I want to see Kevon Looney throw some Kevon Looney numbers down. Like, I want to see him drop four points, four rebounds, one assist. That's what I want like to see him do. Like the way he's supposed to, because he, he's looking way too good in this playoffs, and it's a big factor. Like teams are struggling. Yeah. He's killing. Like I, if Kevin Looney's killing, well, Boss is not going to win. But but this is the thing with with the series too. Like you mentioned, percentage. Steph Curry. I think I saw a stat. Uh, he shoots thirty two percent against Marcus Smart. So hmm. that's a that's a big factor. Um, exactly, and I think that. Marcus Smart in the playoffs, Steph Curry in the playoffs, in the finals. Like, I, I'm, I'm putting money on Marcus Smart to give him a real hard time. Of course, Warriors are a team that you can stop. You, Steph, you can limit Steph Curry to 15 points and lose every game because they're a deep team. They know how to play, move the ball around, all that. But I, I, at the end of the day, I really think that the Celtics are better defensively. We're a two-way either way. That if you look at the top three scorers in the court, we have two of them with Tatum and Brown and then Curry. So, I, I mean, I like our chances. Of course, I think all of us are biased in this call because – we are from uh, all from Boston, but I'm gonna say something crazy: Celtics and six. That's not Ooh. crazy at all. I, I like That's it. I like it. At all. I, I, I'm gonna I, say I, that too because I do not. I it's gonna be hard to win a game seven in Oakland. But going back real quick before you, Marvin, going back to your thing about um, Marcus Smart Garden. San Francisco, by the way, they moved. I had to. We go ahead. Mm. My fault. About Marcus Smart guarding um Steph Curry It's gonna be real interesting to see because. We all know what Marcus Smart is. Marcus Marcus Smart's a dog. He's going to get into you. He's going to play good, good hard defense, um, one on one. The thing with Steph Curry is he moves around a lot. He he comes off screens a lot. He's running mm-hmm. off um, pick and rolls a lot. So um, it's going to be real interesting to see that, especially on how the Celtics do a lot of switching. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see both both Curry and Poole because Poole is starting to take that like. He's he's obviously like um he's looking um oh Steph Curry's looking after him or something like that. You know, Steph Curry's clearly his his mentor, his mentor. Um he's doing he's coming off screens like Steph is, he's shooting less like Steph is. Um I'm not like Steph, I mean like the type of shots he's taking. Um step back shots, um just three just the three pointers going to the rack. Um, so it's gonna that's gonna be really tr- interesting to see too, cause rather or not if Marcus Smart's gonna stick on him off those screens. Or if we're just gonna continue doing our, our switching, you know. I'm partially more scared about Clay Thompson out of everyone yeah. in the Warriors because Curry always demands someone's attention regardless of what right. he's doing. But when Clay Thompson's on, he's kind of unguardable because his shot's so quick, he's so big. It, what can you really do? And then you get too close to him, you foul him. Like it's it's like he's. I think he'll be the X factor. Like if somehow we can limit Curry and Clay, I mean that's that's it. We won. But it's kind of tough to limit both at the same time. For sure, for sure. Yeah, true. What is it? I want to bring some statistics that I've seen um, about the Celtics that are that do give us a solid opportunity, a solid chance. Now, since the start of the Warriors dynasty, and I'm talking about the the first championship in 2014, 2015, the Celtics are 73-plus at Golden State. No other road team is even close to having a positive scoring margin 
in that span. There's also another thing. The Celtics are the only team with a winning record versus the Warriors since Steve Kerr took over in 2014-2015. This is literally the best possible finals matchup that we could have gotten. Now, you know me. Damn it, I'm wearing a Celtics shirt. Damn it, I'm a homer. I'm being a realistic motherfucker, and I'm just going to say this, and I do believe this wholeheartedly. I think the Celtics have more to prove than the Warriors, and I think yeah. the Celtics will want it more than the Warriors. I do think, obviously, we, we've seen the ESPN index. It says, what is it, 84% chance Celtics get it, 14% chance they get it or something like that. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think, obviously, people would – the favorites for people would be the Warriors. For most people, they're going to think, oh, yeah, the Warriors are going to get it again. They've kind of been a dynasty. Steph, Clay, Draymond, they've been dominant. I think because the Celtics have a chip on their shoulder, because the Celtics started with such a rocky season, because we're in this position and we have some young, hungry dogs, we have people like Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown that are just ready to get it. Yeah, I got Celtics winning. I got Celtics in seven. I got Celtics in seven. I would love to see Celtics in six. Yeah. I got Celtics in seven. No. If the Celtics win th three, three game sevens in a row, that's crazy. That'd be crazy. It's the best playoff run and like that's sweep, like sweeping a team and then three games happens in a row. That's just, that's yeah. but it's been battles. These are great teams that we're facing right now, and yeah. just we match up great when it comes to the Warriors because we have size on them, and we are the best. We are a matchup nightmare for them in a sense. Obviously, they yeah. have more talent than us, but we are a matchup nightmare. That's bro, that's so true, and you know why? Because I genuinely believe the Bucks and the Heat were the top two defensive teams in the league, and the hardest yeah. to score against, and we won, and it was tough, like. I think that Tatum is going to have the biggest games against the Warriors. I, because at the end of the day, if you put Wiggins on Tatum, who's guarding Brown? If Draymond Green guards Brown, who's guarding the big man? Like Draymond Green usually guards a big man. So it's kind of tough. Like, what are they going to do defensively against Boston to stop it? And then even, even in our defense, like, we have so many things we can throw out there. Like, if we need to do small ball, Bro, all of our guards are huge. Derek White, Marcus Smart. Like, we have, mm -hmm. like, at least five guys that can guard Curry a little bit. Tatum, Brown, Derek White, Marcus Smart. That's four right there. Like, that can kind of, like, hang with keeping up a little Our bit with Curry. Are lengthy, too. That's, That's the exactly. thing, though. I got to say this, and I'm glad you mentioned him, Derek White. That is the Celtics X factor right mm -hmm. there. He's the huge X factor. The Especially way he's performing if he's scoring. If he's scoring, yeah. oh, my God. Yes, yes. He's a huge X factor. That is, um, and you know me, I spoke against it at the beginning when it came to the trade. You know, I, I'll bite my tongue and I will apologize as many times as possible. Derek White came and he showed up. You know what I mean? Like, fuck Schroeder. No disrespect, but fuck yeah, Schroeder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just kind of like... No, no, no. I'm being as nice to the German man. Dude, you know he, Dennis doesn't want it. Dennis, Dennis has that... He doesn't have that passion. Like, you, you, I don't know. Dennis... He does on his leg. Got the Celtics hat on him. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is he getting in a ring if we win? Yeah, Joe Johnson is getting a ring if we win. Yeah, and no, I, I saw that Joe Johnson. I was like, nigga, what? Obviously, oh, yeah. Dennis Schroeder would get a ring if we win. Oh, bro, this is the power of defense. Like, Derek White but being such a good defender is phenomenal. Like, he's one of the best. Anyways, continue. My bad, Luke. I don't want to get in a ring. Because this is, was a little while ago. I just want to get this in there. Um, with Marvin, what you said, I forget what you said. You said you said the Celtics have the most to prove or has the most pressure on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, they have I, the most to prove, yeah. I disagree with you on that. Um, just because... Golden State, like what? What is this? Like people have been talking about all week. This is the sixth time in eight years going to the finals. This is truly their first finals without Kevin Durant. Um, they haven't been to the playoffs the last two years. 
obviously people have been talking all week about Steph's legacy, Steph what's gonna go on. Um he needs to win finals MVP or not, whatever, yada yada yada, whatever. Clay Thompson just came back. This is I think this is their chance to prove that not to prove because they've already proven that the champions, but to remind people that we are who we say we are. You know what I'm saying? That like those years weren't obviously they're not a fluke, but those years just weren't by accident, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like I just said, the first finals without Kevin Durant. So the Steph Curry is going to have to play his ass off to win that Finals MVP. Clay Thompson is going to have to play his ass off coming off these surgeries or something like that. So we won't put it against him if if he doesn't be like, because obviously if he doesn't be play like Clay Thompson, but he he also needs to show that he can't continue to be playing at championship level. Draymond Green, we know what Draymond Green is. People have been talking about him the last couple of years. Oh, he's 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 lacking. He's he's not that great of a player. Um, he's only great because Stephen Stephen Clay, which is possibly true, but at the end of the day, his his mind is top three IQs in the league, top three to five IQs in the league. So, I think the Warriors have more to prove simply because of that, because they're because they're still chasing greatness. You know, I think yeah, I, are, I agree with you. Luke. Still here, Jason Tatum. If Jason Tatum, I understand what, what people are saying. Oh, this is Celtics like really good chance because people are coming back in the East next year. Kevin Durant. If Jason Tatum is as good as everyone says he is, we're supposed to be in that conversation next year for yeah. for years to come. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Brown. He's supposed to be go, be going up against Kevin Durant, an aging Kevin Durant. If he's if he's good as he says he is, as people put up put him out to be, as um people believe what he's going to be, uh, future MVP of the league, then then the Celtics should be favored if he's on the team every single year, just like just like a Kevin Durant, just like a Giannis. So yeah, the yeah. East is gonna be the East is gonna be tough, but I wouldn't necessarily say that this is the Celtics only chance at, at getting at getting a ring. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Look, I mean, I think the Boston, if Boston loses this finals, as long as they don't get swept, it can still be considered a successful season because Ime Uduka as a, as a first-time coach, team had trouble in the beginning, came back, to get all that. Whereas if the Warriors lose, they're going to be looked at as like, okay, what's Curry's legacy? What's, uh, you know, what's what's Clay Thompson's legacy? Like, that's going to be the, all of the conversation. Like, it's going to really hit his career hard negatively. Not that the Boston Celtics aren't a good team, but they're going to just, you know, that's, that's a factor. And number two is, I think, how can I put this? I think in the East, the Bucks are the only team that I would say are, are, are comparable to the, to the Boston Celtics. Like, obviously, people have that, like, it has like that asterisk, asterisk with Chris Middleton not playing. Granted, Kawhi Leonard won against the Warriors when they had nobody. No one really talks about that. They still give him his, his flowers when Kawhi Leonard's team was not the best team at all. And by far, they were not the best team, and they still won. But at the same time, the Nets, I don't know. Like, the question mark. Like, if Joe Harris comes back, Ben Simmons steps up on paper, and Steph Curry, Seth Curry, okay, they're contenders. But I, I think Boston will be back. I feel you. Like, they're just too good defensively. They have two of the – you know, of the only like seven to eight strong scoring two wing players, two two wing uh, players in the league that are you know forwards. So like I I, I believe that's a lot, and um, I think they can win this whole thing. I, I gotta throw up some random facts too because um 
this is something that I forgot to mention earlier before, but what was it? Back in the day, um, earlier before when we won the championship in 08, I'm thinking of some of the similarities that they've been comparing yeah, with people. The yeah, um, the game sevens. One, the game sevens. I was thinking that earlier, huge. too. No, two. We had two. The always helped had two game sevens. Yeah, they had two game sevens. They had the Atlanta Hawks, and I think it wasn't the Pistons. I figured it was the second it was the, one, but it was the Pistons. Because LeBron, because with LeBron, went to six games. I think. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it was the Pistons. So, but I remember it was a battle for us to make it all the way down there, and like nobody expected it. Um, what was it? The fact that um, Kevin Garnett, he was Defensive Player of the Year that year, and now Marcus Smart is Defensive Player of the Year. Um, what is it? Um, ironically, obviously not the same team, but we're facing a California team. We're facing a very popular team. We're facing a team that has a very popular player. We faced Kobe Bryant before, and now we're facing Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Um, this has no relation to anything, but both Pete players being my favorite players at the time, which is interesting, very interesting. <laughs> um, I'm not doing any conspiracy theories. I'm just linking some weird stuff together. You know what I mean? Um, another thing that I took into consideration, I was like, hmm, it's been some years since the Celtics have won. When I was um, a child, the Celtics had won when I was 14. My little brother is currently 14. Um, I've been looking at all of these things together, and I don't know. A lot of these things, it, it looks like it looks like everything is turning for the Celtics to win. I don't know. I don't know. This could be a coincidence. You, you said when you were a child, but it seems like you're still reasoning like a child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. You can't let the child die. But I'm telling you, this can't be a coincidence. All of these and Ime. Ime is um a rookie coach. All the rookie coaches like Steve Kerr and they were other ones too, four other ones. All the rookie coaches that have made it to the finals have won the championship. Wait, Marvin, qu a question for you guys. If Ime Oduka wins, is he the best rookie coach of all time? No, Steve Kerr. Mm, I don't know. Rookie coach. I, it, it's, I got I to put Steve um, Kerr. I don't, I don't know because it's just like you have to bring in the list of rookie coaches that have won it because they have been like multiple, you know what I mean? But I think the, I think Steve Kerr will probably keep that title just because it's not just about rookie coach. It's what you do after. You know what I mean? Like Because yeah. if he just wins one and then he doesn't win again, like people will never look back in the past and be like, oh, that was crazy. You know what I mean? It's all about yeah. longevity mm -hmm. as a coach. It's just you can't just judge it off of one season. Like good example, like, I don't know. I don't even think it exists that we have like a best rookie ever player. You know what I mean? That was the best rookie. I mean, like, because he went off his rookie season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So it's kind of hard. <laughs> imagine too. Imagine if Magic Johnson, because you know how he like won the championship as a rookie and like went off and everything. Imagine Wait, if like Saturday Magic night. Johnson did that and just never did like anything after that. We'd be like, the hell? You feel me? Like he wouldn't be. I heard, a, I heard a nickname, a nickname for Magic Johnson. He was called at one point. He was called Tragic Johnson <laughs> when he struggled at one point in the playoffs. He almost lost the a series yeah. in the finals. Yeah, he Celtics, came back Celtics. though. I think was it yeah. '84. No, I don't know if it was '84. I forget what team it was, uh, but I, I heard that from some of the old heads talking basketball. Yeah, no, Johnson. the ancients. My God, but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I I can't wait for this series. I'm excited. Yeah, I've, this is the series that I have wanted for so long, bro. Like literally, like currently, my favorite team, my second favorite team, my favorite player. Man, I, I cannot wait to see. I Gold want State's to see to take team. him down, bro. I wanted to take him down. My goodness, but yeah, now that currently right now, because like my traditionally my second favorite team is Lakers. Lakers. I cannot. I for the love of me, I cannot co-sign that trash, bro. You feel me? Like I'm not. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 I'm not co-signing that. They have not been my second favorite team this year. There's not even a question. He got to earn that title. You feel yeah, me? That's funny. Let's talk. Let's talk about. Um, I know we've already we've already touched upon it a little bit, but let's talk about, um, the Celtics role players. Oh my not god! Even, not even Ro- not even Ro- the Celtics. Ro- Robert Williams. Both of, the, both of them. Both of these teams role players. Because so, I think the bench players are going to be a key factor in this series, not just the stars. I think whoever's whoever bench plays better wins the series. I agree. Like I, last year I was a, I was a fan of Ben Simmons being the defensive player of the year. But I, I genuinely believe, had Robert Williams been healthy all year, like he should have been also in the contention for defensive player of the year. Like I think he's that good defensively, and he doesn't give him enough credit. Like he is extremely difficult to score on. He can guard perimeter. He can guard inside. Like he's mobile. He, it's just he's a defensive nightmare. So if Robert Williams is healthy, playing all seven games, it's tough offensively sometimes because he doesn't space the floor out versus someone like Al Horford and Grant Williams do space the floor out. But then you have Grant Williams. That's another. It's like our role players all do a few things very well. Like Derek White does, he's you know above average offensively, great defensively, can guard multiple positions. Um, Grant Williams can hit the three, and he's a freaking boulder defensively. I've talked and listen, Marvin, you called it a long time ago with Boston potentially would you know make it to the playoffs. You were looked at by us like we had tinfoil hats. I was the only one that didn't, didn't yeah. you know. Kill bro, you about bro, it. No, no joke, bro. No joke. I, I need I need that recap. I need you to post that. Nostradamus. Niggas don't believe in me. <laughs> they don't believe in me. But and then so, I mean you one of you could talk about the uh the Warriors role players. I mean, I believe in Boston's role players more than the Warriors role players. Amen. Of course, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that right after this minute, Marvin. Perfect. Okay, okay. Um, so this is a question that I want to ask Luke. Um, if Steph Curry were to actually um, win the championship this year and not get finals MVP, if Clay Thompson got it or Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins got it instead of him, do you think that would tarnish his legacy? Do you think that would hurt him at all? No, it doesn't. It won't hurt his legacy. I don't think so. Do I think it's, do I think it's not a good look? Sure. But I don't think it hurts his legacy strictly because – He's already great, regardless. Um, people will be talking about he's he's changed the game for forever, at least for a long time. Um, yeah, with his, with his with his shooting, his his work ethic, um, handles. People say he's top two, top three, top two handles up there with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, I mean, just to shoot, stop at the shooting. That's it. This is the shooting. Exactly. So three, it, three, it doesn't matter. Three point record. Yeah. Um, most three uh, second second he's second most threes in the game clay has that um and like i don't know i don't like i don't think it hurts his legs he's strictly because he's already people already see him as a, as a great player people already see him as a top 10 player people already some people already have him as top five player me personally i think he if he wins this ring he definitely cracks top 10 um but no, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt his legacy if he doesn't win the finals. Well, it, it hurts his legacy, but it isn't like significantly hurt his legacy. No, I don't think it hurts his legacy. If he wins, no, it, but it, it does. Though. It, would, it would help his legacy, but I don't think. Yeah. It, I don't think it hurts his legacy if he doesn't. I, I think it's one of those things. If he got another ring and he got a fourth ring or whatever, um, people would give him a lot of credit. He would surpass Bird. You know, exactly. I mean, Bird only has three rings. He would just be considered legendary. But the thing about it is, yeah. There will be naysayers that are like, oh, he doesn't have a finals MVP. But most of most of the people will be like, oh, okay, 
Curry's the best player, and he's like led his team to winning a championship four times. That's 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 gold yeah. status. You know what I mean? That's like very very serious. But this is where it comes into Three. it. Like I said before, two, two times. But when I said this before, I said it um off air. Basically, when it comes to it, it's debatable. But a lot of people argue Steph Curry should have gotten MVP that first season. Part of the reason that um, the Finals MVP was given to Andre Iguodala is because he was the primary defender for LeBron, and he did a great job. Well, like at least limiting the percentage, not really limiting like the points, but the percentage, I guess. But they had a narrative for Andre Iguodala, and I, personally speaking, I just think that MVP. Um, Iguodala needed that MVP more than Curry, in my opinion. And the reason why I say that is, I don't know. I know some people may disagree with this, but it's just the truth. Andre Iguodala is a perennial all-star. He is a player that will have his jersey retired for either 76 or the Warriors. And he's a player that, believe it or not, yes, it's true. He is in the Hall of Fame discussion. You can discuss that with Andre Iguodala. And that finals MVP is something in his resume that can make it a discussion. And... Like I said, Steph has already gotten his accolades, his success. He doesn't necessarily need a finals MVP, but a player like Iguodala, that was a staple for him. That was a setting point. It's like, oh, okay, I got that. I got that finals MVP. I'm a dog. You know what I mean? We knew him as a great defender, but now we're like, okay, okay, you can really perform at the biggest stage. You can really hoist up that trophy. You know what I mean? And that's just my opinion on it. I I totally disagree because I think if he doesn't win that finals MVP, we're still looking at him the same. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that finals MVP. Don't get me. Okay, yes, the finals MVP. It, it helped him. Okay, it definitely did help him. But I don't think we're looking. I don't think we're looking at him differently if he doesn't win that because people will, regardless, will still say he still played good defense on LeBron James. He still got that ring, and he still was doing what he did after that. So after after that after that finals. Um, MVP, he still was still the same big doll the next year and the next year and the next year and the next year. I got a good question for you. I got a good question, great question to counteract that. If the Spurs win the championship that one year they lost to the Heat and Danny Green gets an MVP, do you think that it changes his status a little bit? Do you think that is the defining factor that he is a, a finals that's, MVP? That, that's you say that's so that's you thinking he's gonna win finals MVP if they win that. But they've, but many people have spoken about it. Many analysts will tell you. Many there was literally like a voting thing on it. If they had won it that year, Danny Green would have won it because he was on fire. He set the record for three pointers that said, year. I don't think finals. so. I think I still think Tim Duncan would would have would have got that. I don't know. But, but year, the point is, if, if, if he history. won it, right, yeah, right, if, fault, if Danny fault, Green won it, if he if won it, like, ask the question again. If Danny Green won if it, Danny Green won it. Do you think that affects just his reputation, just everything he is? This, he's he's a great role player, but right now he's been a very disrespectful role player because he's gone down. Do you think that affects him? His career stays the same, right? As as it is till same exact career. People will call it no. People will say it was deserved because he he broke he broke the um the record. But I still don't. I still also don't think it changes the way we view him. If his career stayed the exact same, I nah, think his that's career a huge stayed the exact accolade. same. That's completely wrong. Go yeah. ahead, dude, please. I, I, I mean, the, the, finals of MVP is a huge accolade. You know, uh, no scrub. I understand. I, 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 okay, I, like comp- finals, I completely get it. Even nowadays, it's to the point where people don't even care about regular season. It's it, you see the TNT crew talk about it all the time, like, "Oh, whatever happens in playoffs." Right. Now, now it's whatever happens in finals for these great players. And at the end of the day, if you perform at your highest level in the finals for a championship team, your team wins it, and you win finals of APS, that's that's one of the best accolades you can have. That's accolades that 
you know, there's some great players will never have that. The Chris exactly. Pauls and the Carmelo exactly. Anthony's have no chance. And it's not just like, oh, I was a part of one team. Like they were up, like Danny Green, Iguodala, these role players that kind of stepped up. Even Andrew Wiggins. This is a hot take, but I think if there's any player that can win it over Curry, it might be Andrew Wiggins. And then if Andrew Wiggins somehow clamps up Tatum and Tatum drops 14 points a game or something crazy like that. Changes his career, changes the whole narrative. And, 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 and Andrew the Wiggins drops narrative. like a 23 points per game. He'd win, he'd win it. And, and rightfully so. Because at the end of the day, what would Curry do without a wing like that that could defend? Like, what do you, and then at the end of the day, if, if Wiggins is in lockup, or they have Kaminga, but they have no wings that can defend. So Brown and exactly. Tatum have field day. I, I, I want to say this real well, quick, and I want to well, get this in really quickly. So I remember when I was a kid, like I used to be a part of this thing. I used to do Yahoo Answers all the time and all of this. I remember <laughs> asking specifically asking people. I was like, "Oh, like what is a what is the um, bigger award? The Finals MVP or regular season MVP?" Like it was like dead ass 50-50. This is a debate to people because like Finals MVP is huge, bro. Like at the end of the day, like. Yeah, me speaking, I'm speaking for myself. Like, I would rather have a finals MVP than a regular season MVP for one reason, yeah. one reason only. I won a championship, bro. Yeah, you yeah. I mean? but, but that's like what I'm saying. Like, it's like, it's more. Like, you get more than just that. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's huge. Like, you'll always be remembered for being a finals MVP. Yeah. And it's just the truth, too. We really don't be remembering some regular season MVPs. Like, we actually don't be. But, like, and like, like, nobody cared that Jokic won it. No one cared that Jokic won it this year. Marvin, did Marvin, do you agree with me that Steph Curry not getting a Finals MVP won't hurt his legacy? It won't hurt his legacy because he went in the championship. You feel me? Like all the championships. So if, so if you're if you can agree with me on that, why can't you agree with me that if Iguodala doesn't have that Finals MVP, we would still look at him the same? Because it boosted up Iguodala's career. You know what I mean? Him winning a championship. Yeah, he won a championship, but he wasn't that guy. He wasn't literally like, oh, I'm that best player. He was a player that was probably maybe like the fourth best player, third best player, and he won finals MVP. That's overachieving. It's like, oh. I would get it. I, I would get it. I would get what you're saying if if we all, if we all universally were like, oh, yeah, Iguodala deserved that finals MVP. But the majority of people will say Iguodala did not deserve that finals MVP. So because of that, I'm saying we would still look at him the same. Because we ba because we basically do. We basically are saying he just robbed a Finals MVP from from Steph. We're not really we're not really crediting him for winning Finals MVP. We're saying we get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I say it's debatable though. You know what I mean? Like I'm one of those people. If Steph won it, I understand. If Iguodala wins it, I understand. You know what I mean? Iguodala won it. It happened. That's history. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that you can't Steph's take it away it, from him. You know what I mean? You're 100. I'm not taking. I'm not trying to take it away from him. But if Steph, if Steph's won that Finals MVP, you're not questioning it. People are questioning yeah. Iguodala winning that Finals MVP, and that's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm saying if he didn't win that, we would still look at him the exact same way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't think so. I don't think so. I think it boosted his resume because I don't. I think no matter who you are. A finals MVP boosts your resume, but I think if you are a lesser player compared to a non-superstar and you win it, that says a lot. That could be your ticket to the Hall of Fame. You but know, Iguodala I mean? isn't like, like a bum. Iguodala's not something. Iguodala's not. For example, Iguodala's not paying Pritchard winning this finals MVP. We, no, I know, I know. Iguodala He's not was, paying Pritchard winning the finals MVP, but but Iguodala is a a perennial All Star player that is bridging 
the gap of, oh, can I be a Hall of Famer or not? And for somebody like that who can go over the hump of that line of like, yo, I can be one of those great um, perennial all-star um, role player type of great defenders who just make it over to Hall of Fame, that's huge for him to have a finals MVP. Because if he doesn't have a finals MVP, the first defense, some all-stars under his belt, doesn't have some few more championships or all this and that, he's not going to make it. You know what I mean? Like the, the people like like the Derek Fishers and the Robert Ory, who I think will make it eventually, they have to get those little things to make him make yeah. it. And like yeah. a Steph Curry, he's already done it. He's going to Hall of Fame. He's done this. He's, Curry's career could end and he's already a GOAT. You know what I mean? Like he's the greatest shooter of all time. But Derek, like, but Derek Fisher never won finals MVP. No, he never won finals MVP. But you're saying he's going to the Hall of Fame. He, he never won finals MVP, but at that moment in time, Derek Fisher won more. Derek Fisher has a bunch of championships. You know what I'm saying? He has a lot of championships. And Iguodala at that time when he got his MVP, he did not. He, that was his first championship. You know what I mean? That was just, even if he just stopped there, that's a debate of, oh, yeah, because okay. like, he got a final. You know what I mean? We're talking, we're talking about the Hall of Fame. Well, nowadays, everybody makes it to the Hall of Fame. So. <laughs> but, but, but we're talking about Hall of Fame. Is finals MVP so if, if, if Iguodala's career stays the exact same way, and he doesn't win that Finals MVP. You don't think he's on the cups of going to the Hall of Fame? No, he would no. not make it Hall of Fame. No, no. I don't think so. No. And, and this is the other part too: is even now it's debatable. Even like longevity matters. If Iguodala as a star never, he had more of an impact as a role player than a star, which is telling to how you change your game and change like mm-hmm. like that matters. Like players that can play. I feel like there's gonna be like this, this new wave of players playing into old age. There's a few of them like LeBron's, Chris Paul's, Iguodala's that are still impactful. Like that's telling and i think that's going to be a even a more of a factor to get into the hall of fame if he never won the finals mvp he wouldn't have that it's like i know what marvin's saying like if you're an average player and you get that it it significantly elevates like your nba career and like your, your impact on nba history which is going to make you but let's see what it like danny green willing winning a finals MVP would would make a big difference is he gonna be a hall of famer probably not but yeah you know, make a huge difference. I, I tell you one thing. See, but why? See, but why? Green, I, like I, I say, I say, Danny him. Green would be closer to making the Hall of Fame than Iguodala. Nah, no. Nah, why would wow. you say that? I, no, yeah, like, let me. He has hear three rings with three different teams. Okay. He broke records in the finals. But uh, Iguodala's well, aged what, well. What about his career, though? Yeah, yeah. He was kind of trying. Yeah, nah. Igudala has been like the best player multiple times. Danny Green has like never been anything close. You know what I mean? He's like yeah. that great. I, I honestly always forget about Igudala's. Um, like, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, don't forget Igudala and AI. That was that was showtime. I, know, exactly. you know I, mean? I, I always forget. I always. I honestly remember. Iguodala. Like, even even right now, think, thinking thinking about my t- thinking about my my mind frame of Iguodala. Yes, I, I have glimpses of Philly here, but I always go to when he first went to the Nuggets and then fucking Golden State. I'm always thinking of Iggy like that. I'm never thinking of it like his first two or three, four years in, in the league. But damn. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, this is a great session. We'll definitely get one soon. We all picked Boston to win it. Let's see if we're all right. And, and yeah, guys. For sure. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is the Audacity Podcast. Keep liking, keep subscribing, keep listening. Again, coming soon on YouTube. Thank y'all so much. Selton Six. Is there? Facts. <laughs>